0: kind of remember middle school i gotta worry about my hair not sure where that comes from and your
1: hair looks very nice today by the way i just want to let you know
0: (laughs) oh thank you i i did it up just for the podcast and then you came in with just a microphone i guess i I misunderstood what a podcast was And it was delightful, right from the get-go, to be at a middle school. And like I said earlier, with their enthusiasm for life and uh, authenticity, I've just always enjoyed it. It's not like I have to go to work. I get to go to work. It's so fun to come to school and just see the middle schoolers.
1: Tom Strickrida. Okay, I have to tell you, Tom. Yeah. Yesterday, a student said she was working on a project and asked if she could come in before school to get some help with it. And I said, I'm talking to Mr. Strickwood at the middle school tomorrow. And I I quote, she said, everybody loves that guy. So everybody loves you. I don't know if you knew that or not.
0: That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, good. Good to hear and uh, excited to be here on my first podcast in my 55-year journey. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. I did shave, so I'd look good for the podcast. <laughs> Just like I shave, so I look good when I'm wearing my mask.
1: So, Tom, mm-hmm. principal of the middle school, talk to me a little bit. I think Matt, middle schoolers sometimes get a bad rep in when people are thinking about you know development and, and adolescence. And what is it? Talk to us. What, what do you think about that? What do you think about middle schoolers?
0: Middle schoolers are the most fun people that run around the world. Um, they are, first of all. There are they're, they're just so many things going on in their lives. They're, they're growing up. They're going from being a kid to being an adult. They are very enthusiastic. They love life. They're very honest, which maybe sometimes you, you don't always love, but mm. I, I actually do. I do like their honesty, authenticity, and um, just how they have a, a zest for life. And we've had a really great start here at the middle school this year. Everybody's just excited to, to be here. And uh, we're really enjoying our time. But, yeah, I've been working with middle schoolers since 1990, and uh, I've, en- I've enjoyed every day. It's-, it's spectacular.
1: Wow. So is this your 30th year exactly?
0: Uh, of the middle school, and then I did three years of high school prior to that up in the uh, north country of Canada.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of the story, if you would, Tom, of how you became, in the, the realm of education at all, or how you became a principal at a middle school in particular.
0: Well... That is a good question. I uh, Yeah, I, I obviously, uh, I started out um, with teaching. My dad, actually, as I grew up, he was a teacher, and he was a principal as well for a time. And I just loved uh, the world of mathematics. I love kids and uh, physical education and coaching, and I put all that together, and I, I became a teacher, and, and I was a high school teacher in Canada for three years in a little village called Smithville. And uh, and then my wife and I, Karen, who teaches uh, kindergarten at Southside, we headed to Timothy Christian in the Elmhurst area, and I taught there for five years in the middle school. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd try middle school. I really didn't have any uh, big experiences with middle school, but I, I, I just like to try things. And it was delightful right from the get-go to be at a middle school. And like I said earlier, with their enthusiasms as for life and uh, authenticity and I've just always enjoyed it like it's not like I have to go to work I get to go to work it's so fun to come to school and just see the middle schoolers I mean I was just talking to Mr. Smenge this morning and he had someone who uh, was cleaning his whiteboard and they couldn't reach the top but they, they put all, they're all into it. They were jumping up and down to erase <laughs> the whiteboard. Now, you have to picture it, but just picture as middle schooler. By the end of cleaning the whiteboard, they were exhausted. But they did it, right? They don't, they don't see the roadblocks always. They see the solutions. It was very cool. So that's just already five minutes into my day. So I love that kind of stuff and uh, enjoy it. So moving forward, I've been here at Holland Christian since 1995 teaching at the middle school. We've had quite the journey at the middle school in, in terms of leadership changes and at one point we had an opening and I was uh, on the search team to get a principal and yeah a few people asked me if I'd consider being a principal and and so I did and uh, and I thought it'd be really fun to work with the teachers and help them in their journey of yeah learning talking about hey what's going well what can we do to even make it better and just influence the whole school as I've yeah, like I said earlier, I, I like change. I like challenges, um, and so it's been really good. I, albeit, it's been an interesting twenty twenty, right? I, I knew we would have the renovation. How which, so?
1: I'm not aware of. Yes, any, uh... I know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> we we had the renovation last fall, and Tim Hague said, "Yeah, that will make everything fifteen percent harder." And yeah, probably did. Probably <laughs> On did. On top of yeah, yeah, and uh, and we've added something else, but I don't know what it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're not allowed to say coronavirus no. anymore. No, a- no.
0: And, and, and but I will say it's so good to be in school, in person. And yeah, um, it sure is. It just feels right. And I'm glad we've been able to do that. So.
1: So OK, Mr. Strickward, uh, walk, walk me through. And maybe this is a, a dumb question. Is there a normal day in the job? And, and if not, what <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say, walk me through a normal day. But maybe wow. but that's not a thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I what is a normal day? Yeah, there's not a normal day, whether you're a teacher or a principal at the middle school. And that's why we get to go to work. It's so fun um, mm, because mm-hmm. every day, it's it's like that Forrest Gump thing. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> but there's a lot more flavors than a box of chocolates. So yeah, No, it's, it's spectacular. Um, yeah, I mean, things I, I get to do are... Uh, that I love are, you know, getting into classrooms and seeing what's going on, seeing the learning that's taking place, seeing the enthusiasm of the teachers and the students, um, seeing the kids come in in the morning. And I I love that part of it. I love thinking about what else can we do uh, to make this place a, a better place. And then, you know, one thing that's maybe a little bit I could do a little bit less of is maybe maybe a few less meetings here and there but of course a lot of them are very necessary but uh yeah
1: hey man I'm not a meeting guy either
0: yeah I don't know it depends on the meeting for sure
1: yeah yeah so yeah even just for listeners uh you've heard Tom mentioned a couple times loving being around students loving greeting students in the morning when we were setting up this conversation I threw out a time before school or right before the bell would would ring and he said no he's got a it's got to kind of be in the school meeting, greeting students, greeting staff. That's an important part of your day. And I thought, oh, of course, that makes so much sense for who you are. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Tom, you said something a few minutes ago that I want to circle back to. You said, I just like to try things. What I love about that is being uh, in an academic institution, having people in leadership who love to learn, who love to explore. I mean, that's because that's contagious, really. And that's what we're hoping students are welcomed into this love of, of I like to try things I like to learn about things that maybe I've never even heard of before can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the things you love beyond kind of this realm of the middle school what are some of the some of your your real passions
0: so I, I actually I just love God's creation I love love getting outdoors this weekend my wife and I went camping got the pop-up out and Interlaken State Park saw oh, yeah. the fall colors in the Leelanau Peninsula did a 25-mile bike ride on there's kind of a rail trail off something or other and, uh, and then the next day we did some kayaking and um so i, I do love the outdoors and and yeah i also love I, I love playing hockey i don't know what it is i think it's the it's the part where you grow up in canada and then you you you're born you learn how to skate and then you learn how to walk i think that was the order if i remember <laughs> correctly and so uh yeah playing playing hockey is is it joy and you meet just a lot of different people um, while you play the game. So it's the meeting the people and it's playing the game and combining those is pretty awesome. I just love hanging out with my kids, of course, and uh, just seeing how they have grown up there. They all went through HC and uh, now I have uh, one living in Raleigh, North Carolina, going to grad school. Another one who's married, living in Colorado Springs in the mountains, love visiting there. And then my son Mark and his wife Shana live in Zealand and uh, it's just good to see them flourish and see how they're doing in the journey of life as well so I really enjoy that
1: three super cool places North Carolina Colorado and feel the zeal yeah
0: you're right I mean really absolutely true
1: save the best for last that's right for (laughs) sure fellow Zealander over here well good okay Tom. I'm curious about influential people in your journey, do you have any people who stand out? I mean, here you are leading a staff, leading a, a student body, who are some people who you consider leaders in your life and, and what is it hmm. that they've shown you uh, or what have you gleaned from their life and example?
0: Well, I, I actually do, I do meet with some leaders every Friday morning and they all run companies. Really? And, uh, and I've been meeting with them for years and so actually they've been really helpful as I've been a principal. I've had some just leadership type questions. And uh, so I've really enjoyed meeting with them and gleaning wisdom from them. And we share uh, things as well uh, that we learn along the journey. And um, so that's, that's one area where I have some leaders in my life where they've been very, very helpful. And then I think, you know, as I look back, like my dad, I learned things from him through the journey as he, he's a similar a journey to myself. And then I actually even learned from my own kids now that they're adults. Ironically, it's it's cool to learn from them. And then my wife. My wife is, uh, as I said earlier, a kindergarten teacher, and she's been s- the most helpful person as I've transitioned to being a principal because um, she understands education. She's very patient. I married well. This is a, if there's any advice you pick up from this podcast is when <laughs> you get married, be really paying attention because it's the biggest <laughs> one Amen. of the biggest decisions you're going to make and uh and when we were sitting there starting on march 13 and you look around the house i had one person i was looking at and i'm go, man am i glad i married well <laughs> as that was a key um but anyway she has been very helpful as well and uh and understanding and uh good listener which is a key thing thing i'm working on myself yeah, that's some of the people who have been influential. And then around the place, I just learned from the incredible leaders we have here at HC as well. You can call them up, whether it be Mrs. Feenstra or Mrs. Wyma or now Dr. Forsyth, and, and just picking up the phone and asking them, hey, what would you do here? And uh, Dirk Holabiek has been helpful. And, and then another person that's uh, influenced me in my journey, and someone I've known and watched grow up from, The age he was 10 when I moved here in 95 to the present journey is uh, Elliot Slink uh, Mm. Mr. Slink to many of you of course or Coach Slink and uh, yeah he he is near and dear to my heart and um, we have um, I've gotten to know him from coaching him in middle school and high school to then doing soccer camps together and he would help out at seventh grade camp then he became a teacher, and then he was my assistant as I was coaching varsity soccer, and then I was his assistant as he was coaching varsity soccer, mm. and, and now we we just we just gather and uh, talk about life. And we're, we're what I appreciate about Mister Slank Elliot is, uh, Els is we can <laughs> we can like just talk about anything, and 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 his ability to. Um, you can imagine as you coach, there's conversations that are confidential. You don't need to spread around the, the village. And he's so good. We could just be sitting in his truck and we're saying, okay, this conversation's in the truck. And so that piece and then just the ability to talk about anything and ask each other anything has been uh, – just a real blessing in my life as well. And now I'm so excited for him and for his wife, Jamie, Mrs. Slink, to many of you, as they are expecting twins. Yes. And uh, it's such a, such a happy day, and, uh, and they're going to be great parents. But anyway, as I think about Coach Slink and, and the things that we've done together, um, from even taking a soccer team to Costa Rica, to all the experiences we've had, he's been a real influential as well. Another person I've learned a lot from is Coach Lemon. And the thing I've always appreciated about him is how when um, he, he, behind the scenes, if someone is in a hospital or is going through a hard time, he's the first one that shows up. I don't know if you know this. And I'll say this to, to you, Bryant: Enjoy your youth. Okay. Enjoy your youth, my friend. Because as and maybe it's i'm unique to this but as i've been getting older some things in my body have broken down from all the activity (laughs) from hockey and racket sports and soccer and who knows what but one thing i can remember is i had two hip replacements um five years ago and uh coach lemon's like the first one to visit me at the hospital he come would come to my house invite uh coach DeBoer and coach slank over and hang out as i was kind of learning how to walk again and um yeah, really just appreciate his heart for others, and um, and it's so genuine, and he, and he does it for everybody, and yeah, you, most people probably don't know that, but behind the scenes, he is always uh, helping people who are in need, and I appreciate his servant heart. Anyway, just a lot of different people that have been helpful in, in my journey and have spoken to what I do here.
1: You know, that's so true. We have a student teacher with us right now at the high school, or I say with us. He's with Sam Sportell in science, but I feel like we kind of all... I love that. Community. Definitely, definitely. And that was uh, some advice over lunch. I don't think he asked for it, but I gave it (laughs) anywhere. It was was wherever you work or whatever you do, you've got to have people with whom, not just to collaborate, but also to be friends with, to do life with, because every job, as Brian Lemon likes to say, every job has its bedpans. Every job, <laughs> every job that sounds like have, a Lemon-ism. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> every job has hard things. Every job is going to have seasons of all kinds of challenges. Uh, and, and so it's not, I don't think it's about finding the perfect job. It's about finding a group of people with whom you can go through this with and, and do it really well and sharpen each other, make each other better.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, the community we have at HC is incredible. Um, even with the, the, the teachers I work with and uh, Mrs. Mrs. Weep, who uh, runs the place. I say sometimes that she's a, my administrative assistant, but so helpful. And then um, it takes it takes uh, uh, just a lot of different talents to run a place like a school like this. And so it's been really great to work with.
1: So true. Oh, Amen. Hey, Tom, one of my favorite questions to ask people in leadership positions is is about weaknesses or yeah. challenges cuz oftentimes there's there's cool stories or interesting uh mm-hmm. kind of a glimpse into who our uh, someone is when you ask that question. So, just throwing it out there, any weaknesses or challenges in particular that that you come to mind?
0: You know, I I used to try to hide this and and when you get older, one thing, you don't worry about the fact that you have struggles. <laughs> and I have to admit, as many people who know me well, I have a terrible, terrible sense of direction and probably terrible spatial awareness <laughs> and I never know where I'm going and uh and ironically my brother, he always knows where we're going, even though he's he's the younger one. Whenever we went somewhere I'd follow him and still do. But uh yeah, I have an example of it. One time I was going to a Michigan football game with Coach Lemon and I, I pulled up to the gas pump to get gas and um, I got out of my car, which was a newer car, and I was on the wrong side of the pump. So the gas cap, of course, is on the wrong side of the car. So I get back in the car and tell Brian, oh, I got the wrong side. And I, and and then I, as I do often, I just keep talking to Brian and not really paying attention. And then I pull up to the gas pump, get out, and I was still on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he had a good laugh, of course, as you can imagine. He's brought it up a couple times since. But yeah, my sense of direction and awareness is it's really way less than average. its I don't even understand it, and my wife has come to accept it, and uh, it's just part of who I am. So I am glad I live three minutes from school, and I've been here since 95 because I I do know where it is. Um, The renovation threw me for a few minutes, but I think I've got it figured out now.
1: I always feel like such a fool when I'm driving somewhere. I should know where it is, and I have to ask my wife, like, can you throw that in your phone real quick? Or or she's like, it's just right over there.
0: Yeah, I think they they invented the the Tom Tom. if you remember. That that is named after (laughs) me actually that that is the Tom they're talking about Tom Tom this is where you go like I have no idea I just don't know anyway very helpful I live in a great age where you can pull it up on your phone now so I'm with you Brian on that and and then sometimes it's like oh yeah that's where it was so anyway
1: hey middle schoolers there's a little tidbit for your principal a little insight into who he is if you ever find him wandering around you can you can point him in the right direction so I, I really love this question, Tom. What, what if you could, I mean, we have this chance to share a little glimpse about who you are, maybe, yeah. maybe a little glimpse behind the scenes. Is there anything that you would want either middle schoolers or families of your middle schoolers to know about who you are?
0: I, I think, you know, what's important to know is as I, as I walk the, the, the journey, I like to say, as we look, it's important to, to love your neighbor who's everyone. And then what does that look like? And and so I keep working at that as I, I look at, uh, I really like looking at Philippians 2, as it says in the beginning of that chapter, to value others as more important than yourself. That's something I, I read repeatedly because it's super hard to do. Mm. And And a lot of times people have these backstories that we don't know. Mm. And so as I get to know more and more people in all the different places I go, it's always good to ask questions and to understand that. Uh, everybody's journey is different, hmm. and, and I think I've learned that more and more the more I've walked around the planet.
1: so yeah. It's so cool. I love seeing a student in a different context because even after having a kid for a couple months, right, sometimes I'll see them on say, like an athletic field or even get the chance a student like performs in chapel or and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know that kid. Uh, I've had them for three months, I know a lot about them. I felt like I knew them quite well, but then you see them in a different context and it's like, wow, there's so much more to that student than I had any idea. And that's, I I like to kind of keep that in my pocket as I'm teaching, just this reminder that I hope to really know students, but I also wanna remember that I don't know these students, that there's whole worlds about them. Uh, When you think about their family dynamics, when you think about skills, passions, hobbies that they have that, that I'll probably uh, never get to see. And so just being curious and realizing that the people sit, sitting in front of us or sitting beside us, uh, I want to be curious about them and never think, I, I understand them, I get them.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And and a lot of it's just even asking questions about what are people, what's their passions, what are they like, what did they do on the weekend. Yeah, And and then sometimes in middle school, we even have to ask questions after that because we'll get what do you do on the weekend nothing nothing <laughs> what yeah, you do yeah. over Christmas <laughs> nothing would you do over the summer nothing And like, ah, I think you probably did something <laughs> let's dig in there let's see what's going on and uh, that's definitely uh, that's kind of the fun right and, and I think how do we ask those questions to get those things out and then also notice what the kids are doing as they run around the place so good
1: it, that's so true, and that's part of you said part of the fun. Amen. I love even sometimes for attendance, say, having a question that sometimes a super off the wall question, and maybe I shouldn't confess to this on the air, but sometimes <laughs> it goes way longer, right? And yes. Like, and then, but after that, it's like, oh, I feel like I get these people a little bit yeah. better.
0: No, I, it's it's true, Brian, that the relationship building, especially at middle school, relationships that we build with the kids. Just makes the whole experience better mm-hmm. for everyone. And then they're more likely to engage in class and, and what all the other things that we're doing. Yes. And, and, and it's way more fun, right? Yep. We, get to, we know each other as people. And then even being vulnerable yourself and sharing about your family is so good as well.
1: Reminds me of a quote I just read, actually, just a couple of days ago um, uh, about some educational textbook. And it said this, a fundamental question for the student is, does my teacher like me? Given a rigorous, aligned curriculum, the answer to that simple question is our best predictor of student achievement.
0: I agree. Uh, yes. And and again, I would say, especially in middle school, but I, I got to believe it's at all levels. Um, and, and we definitely I think the number one thing as we hire teachers is do they love the students because to be able to nurture their heart and equip their minds, that has to be part of that equation. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then understanding that love is wanting what's best for the kids. And um, so as we make decisions here in, in the middle school, as I think about that, I always frame it through what's best for the kids. Hmm. And um, yeah, that, that can get tricky at times.
1: Remembering being a student myself, if I know like this teacher cares about me, this teacher has my best interest in mind, I'm willing to even say, okay, read this book that they want me to. You know, yeah. to give it a chance. You yeah. Know? And I think some of my experiences as a student that led me to discover some of the things I love most in this world, as now a 31 year old, happened when I thought, okay, fine, Miss Somerville, you want me to read this book, and uh, I know you care about me. I'm gonna give it a shot. And discovering, whoa, there's a lot more to this planet than I ever realized.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's such a that's key to this place into any school that's awesome Hmm. I think as well as we think about school for the kids remembering this to learn the work you got to do the work and so that's a separate thing of say advice that I might give Um, in a school you can't you can cut corners but you really are only going to hurt yourself Hmm. so to learn the work you have to do the work I think that's something to remember as we uh, get educated here at the middle school
1: You know, I love scripture talking about being faithful with the little things translates into how you'll handle bigger things, because I I think we all love to avoid conflict. We all love the easiest path, comfort, Uh, and yet, and sometimes when a shortcut presents itself, we think, of course, it's not a big deal, but the idea that no, actually how you handle these little things is going to play out in how you handle bigger things. And there's no such thing as being irresponsible or lacking integrity in small things and then being a person of integrity in big things. That's just not how it works. And so I think that's really good advice.
0: Yeah, amen. As well said, yeah, the little things do matter. And the things you do when you're alone are part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. thinking about that.
1: Amen. Tom, thank you so much for having me over to the middle school this morning. You got such a beautiful place. We didn't even get to chat a whole ton about the new new space, but it's
0: beautiful. It's beautiful in here and I wish I could show everybody the beauty. I appreciate all the people that worked on it. A lot of them are parents of HC students mm. that came in and whether they yeah, they just did a marvelous job of making this place what it is today. Mm. And so thanks to everybody who helped out, who put in time. Thanks to all the donors who put in the cash to make it happen. And we're really excited about all the new things we have in this renovation. So thanks to those. It is
1: seriously amazing. I'm just going to hang out here the rest of the day, if that's okay, Tom. Of course. I'll just put a note on my door over at the high school. Just say, I'm at the middle school. <laughs> I'll
0: text Mrs. Meenstra that yeah.
1: Please do. Oh, yeah. so cool.